Welcome to the Yao Mega Podcast, where we delve into the inspiring stories of entrepreneurs, motivational coaches, and business leaders. Join us as we hear about their journey to success and the challenges they face along the way. We'll uncover their secrets to perseverance and determination and gain valuable insights into what it takes to reach your goals. The journey may not be beautiful, but it is always purposeful. So sit back, relax, and be ready to be inspired by those who have dared to dream big and make it a reality. Wepa! Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new Al Mega Podcast, the AMP. And today we have an amazing guest, as we always do. My brother here is a publisher. He's an author, a storyteller, and he's also the founder of the inspiration sharing platform, Motivation Champs. Ayo! Let's introduce the one, the only, Dominic Damaske! Wepa, how are you doing? Hey, my friend. <laughs> you, you make it sound so cool, so I appreciate you. Now, nah, brother, look at you with that cool background. You you started with good fellas. People don't mess with him. If you got a poster like that, especially the black and white, that's a dangerous man. <laughs> well, although I'm Polish, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it, that, is a, it is a great flick. They have a Costa Nostra too, from what I understand. I grew up in Greenpoint around a very big but Polish community. So yeah, I, I'm familiar, brother. <laughs> okay, don't you worry. So thank you for coming on and, and, and sharing of your story and your journey today. Because folks, as you heard, I gave you that little list, but that's just a little list. Homie's really doing a lot of things for the community. And he's out there to help help us, you, and everyone today. But before we get into what Motivation Champs is, let's get into what Dominic is all about. So, Dominic, a bit about yourself, where you're originally from, and uh, those early origin stories that set you ablaze to go on an entrepreneurial journey. All right, my friend. Well, one, I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so you mentioned Polish. There's a lot of pierogies and Polish going on around there. But um, I grew up in family business. My dad was a landscaper, so he taught me hard work. And I saw him out there working seven days a week. He's going to be 81 this week, and he still works six days a week, man. So. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, they don't make him like that anymore, Dom. No, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he was a guy that was following his passion the whole time. And that's really what I hope to, what I probably learned most from him is follow that passion, you know, and whether it's podcasting, whether it's storytelling. So early in my 20s, I wanted to be a restaurateur. I ended up uh, losing half a million dollars in the restaurant business. Yeah. Whoa. I know you like to talk inspiration and that Oof. kind of thing. So, you know, I had to start from scratch. You know, I, I was on government repayment plans and things like that. And wow. So I probably did about... 15 years in the corporate world after that, hiding from what I really here I am wanting to create and things like that. And I was, but I had a family to feed and I had the guilt of when I went broke and things like that. So it took um, years and years and years till I was ready to make that leap again. And then that's where we're at today. A few years back, I made the leap and now I help people across the globe share their stories. So Dom, I need to know, what inspired the leap? When, when did you know that Dom was ready? Well, it, you, it's one, I, I would love to get to everybody here today. There's no perfect time. So everybody's waiting, 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 waiting. There's never going to be the perfect time. That's the day your car is going to break down. That's the day somebody's going to be sick. 
that's the day. So I, I remember being in pharmaceuticals and I, I, after having went broke, now it was a benchmarks and metrics thing. Was I, I wasn't going to go like in the early 2000s before the mortgage bubble broke. Here I was with a half a million dollars in debt, financed, overfinanced. So this time around, I wasn't going to start a business the same way. So I built and built and built for years, starting, you know, from, well, what could I do with $50? What could I do with $100? What could I write? Could I create? Well, creating's free. Could I post? Could I share? Okay, had one customer, two customers, that kind of thing. Well, that doesn't supplement. And then uh, one of the things I'll drill down on, you'll, th- you'll find strain. Pittsburgh's got a big movie scene right now. Like, um, like tax credits are huge, and there's a lot of opportunities to learn, to create, to be on sets and things like that. So while I'm at this point, I'm working pharmaceuticals, I started doing some odd jobs at night. Like I'd be the 50th guy on stunts uh, overnight, <laughs> you know, just I'd drive through the intersection before like the real stunt crew came by. Yeah. But you, you sit there for 15 hours overnight, I'd leave one job. I'd leave my day job in pharmaceuticals and do that for, you know, almost not sleeping. And so then I had an author, I'm growing in business. I had an author that wanted to fly me to meet them somewhere. And I had a ride day with my boss, my pharmaceutical boss. And I had to cancel this. I had to cancel a week with Netflix. Here, the things that I wanted to do, right? The dreams, like, I'm not there yet, but I'm towing the water, right? Okay, yeah. I want to tell stories who better than to work with these guys that are doing it with 50 cameras and millions of dollars. Let's learn from them. I had an author that wanted to help, wanted me to help them share their story and I passed it up. And those, those, that was the day when I knew it was time. Like I had already been working on the benchmarks and metrics saying, okay, am I there? Am I there? Well, you're never going to be there. But at that point I was passing up my dreams, what I wanted to do to go do some job that wasn't, that I hated, that wasn't for me. Now it paid the bills, but it wasn't for me. And that's the point I knew it was time to go. So then it was just a matter of how, how could I get out strategically? You know, it worked out. So what was that learning curve like? You know, not, you know, you were working, you know, and now you're stepping into the world as an entrepreneur. What was that learning? Well, one, I had done it. 20 years before, so I had an idea and I had been in sales in on in my like being in pharmaceuticals and insurance and stuff like that. I was in sales. So now you're selling for your own. But truth be told, there are days where nobody pays. There are days where instead of paying it 30 or 60 or 90 days, it goes to 180 days. And you know, <laughs> all this gray hair that you see it if you're if you're watching it, it, it probably popped up a little more. But one of the things that I, I think I tried to do was pay off as much debt as I could going into it, where I'd say 20 years ago, here I am over finance. I'm not, when I went into it this time, that wasn't going to be the case. I wasn't going to carry this big debt load. So on where whatever I made in pharmaceuticals and things like that, I might have been able to survive on $2,000 or what, a year, you're right at that point, because I had paid off so much of these other debts that I was able to take that leap and say, okay, I got six months. Okay. I got a year. I got every, after a year and a half, if that doesn't work, I can do. So that's, 
that's the evolution. And hopefully that was late in 2019 prior to the pandemic. And what's it, 2023, I'm still on my own and probably Ooh. trending upward. There you go. That's the way you go. You see, folks, you got to keep on moving and make things happen. Yeah, but now I'm going to... Yeah, and I'm going to ask a few questions because I know you're an author, right? Um, you know, Motivation Champs helps people. So give us a little bit about what is Motivation Champs before I start diving into your particular project. Okay, so number one, 24-7 at Motivation Champs, we share inspiration, positivity, and smiles. So that's what it is. So if you look anywhere, uh, like websites or Facebook pages or Instagrams or TikToks, 24-7 inspirational content. That might be that somebody got an A on a test. That might be um, a post from Buddha. That might be a picture of a sunrise. Sometimes there's people that want to share more stories, like maybe somebody, I just met a woman who rode her bike across Africa. Kathy wow. Jetson rode her bike across Africa, and she wants to tell that story. Some people a post on social media isn't enough. You know, that those 120 characters aren't enough to share your message. My friend, Sean Murphy, who um, had overcame cancer four times. and Four times? Four times. And wow. oh, oh, for okay, she wrote a book, Unshakable Power. See, she needed, she needed to share a message. There was more inside of her. She thought she could help other people. So what motivation that champs does is help other people share their story. So there might be times where you see me doing something goofy or playing with slime or something like that. But at its root, it's sharing inspiration, sharing positivity, and sharing smiles. So that being said, a lot of people have a story to share and they don't know how to share it or they're looking for, how would I get this message to the world? Well, that's where we come in and figure out what's the best way to help you share that story and really dig in and then have... Uh, an open dialogue on, well, maybe maybe you shouldn't have said this, or maybe you should say this. Maybe that story, maybe you didn't tell the whole story yet, and there's more inside of you that you could tell. And so that's really what what we do all day, every day. Love it. So when did you start Motivation Champs? You know, and, and was that always the mission? No, and that's, that's an interesting question because the world has changed so much in 20 years. What I do today didn't even exist 20 years ago, right? <laughs> right. Whether it's social media based or self-publishing based or none of those things existed. So it is constantly evolving. So probably about, I. so here's the, after I went broke in the restaurant business, I, I was a student of Del Carnegie, Norman Vincent Peale, Joel Osteen, and I'm reading all these inspirational books, studying them, trying to get through the day, right? Sometimes life sucks. And I need I needed those same books to get through the day, right? And Absolutely. All of a sudden, I started thinking, I got something to say. I'm going to write this two set minds about pulling weeds and digging ditches or washing dishes and the power going out. My story was a little bit different. And I thought I had something to share. I was, had never written books or anything like that, but I had... Jeffrey Gittimer, those other guys, I, I used them as a format. And it took me about seven years, because I had no idea what I was doing, to write my first book. Oh, wow. And so over through finding publishers and the process when I went out and started speaking, and um, there were so many mistakes I made. 
And I think I was so vulnerable to falling for this person said this and this person said that. This is good. Take my money. This is good. Put out an inferior product. I started thinking I, I'd give a speech or something and somebody would come up to me and say, they'd tell me a story. Or they'd say, could you help me tell us? Could you help me publish my book? And that's really where the it turned into the publishing of books. And then from that point, now, sometimes the story is not, best, not always best told in a book. Sometimes it is, right? Perfect. Sometimes you might meet a person and maybe they should paint that picture. Maybe they should have a podcast called AMP. You know, like there's a lot of different ways to share your story. And what we try to do is, yeah, it might be a book, but maybe you should just be on TikTok making 30 second videos going like this. And maybe that's the best way to <laughs> share. You. Who knows? You know, and so we really dig in and figure out and help people. Maybe it should be a screenplay. I think that's how, how we came across each other. I, mean, I had a gentleman that was my friend, Brian P. Swift. He broke his neck playing backyard football, and he's been a quadriplegic 48 years. He wanted to write a comic book about a superhero that didn't get bit by a spider, a superhero that didn't eat a magic bean or something like that. What if the guy was super because he had to be? So he came to me with this idea for a comic book, and we said, well, let's make it a, could we make it a screenplay? And then we started dabbling into screenplays with people and stuff like that and developing them. So that's full circle um, and probably too much information, but that's what you get. No, but that's what it is. You're helping people, man, you know, share their story. That's great. Yeah. I mean, but you're not just helping people. You've also are a client of your own services, from what I understand. Yeah, and I wasn't always. I I was. Uh, I had been out with other publishers and things like that, and um, probably fell probably fall fell victim to a lot of the traps that first time authors do. Okay. And and so what I saw was well, that's not right. That's not right. Why? What do you mean? Like I I, I had a publisher one time, and I said, um, hey you don't you don't follow me or can i get a retweet and he was like what a retweet like shouldn't i be supporting my authors and so i felt well let's do it different let's 100 percent. let's over the top like sometimes somebody just asked me they said did you write they said did you write the red chair experience they said you promote it all the time i see i'm like no that's my friend chris michelle i just believe in it and want to get it out to the world it's a 365 day dominic adventure. dominic the whole book industry should learn from you there's very few i know castle bridge media promotes the you know the, their artist stuff their author stuff my my boy from comic crusaders chris buse he is finishing up his third book on amazon this man is a marketing machine on yeah. his own you understand me so for you, for, for, for me to hear that you as a publisher support your authors in that way is amazing because I think that if all publishers did that, so many people would, would definitely be writing a much higher yeah. high, if you will, you know, at least in getting their book uh, noticed and acknowledged. Yeah. And you, so you thank you. you. I appreciate the kind words, man. And, and you want, 
everybody, I'm such a believer that everybody has a story. And right in like, oh, is that cliche? No, right now, there's somebody that needs your story, right? And so really that message, maybe it makes them have a brighter day. Maybe it's a message of a how-to, how to do whatever they're doing that helps them have an easier path. Maybe it helps them overcome um, domestic abuse or something like that. So it's, it's, it's not always about the numbers. It's about the message and who you impact. Is there one voice, right? And so that's what if I was really talking to an author, well, what do you want to get out of it? What's the reason? What's the reason you're doing it? And, well, I want, I want, I want to be famous. Okay, well, that's, then what? Or I want to make X amount of dollars. Then what? I want to get on a lot of shows. Then what? Well, what's the reason? There has to be a, a, you know, a, an overarching reason that you're doing yeah. it that drives you three years from now, five years from now. I look in a closet over here. It's got Robert Kawasaki and, and these books from Jeff Gidema, whoever it is. These guys that believed in their message. And 20 years later, the message still stands. They're still out there. Yes. Where sometimes, well, I, I want to write a book because everybody's doing it. Well, I can tell you a year from now, you're not going to care about that book because there, well, I, there was no, you know, there wasn't a bigger reason why you did it. So I really yeah. want to dig into that, that why, and really help people find it and then set up a strong foundation and help you get where you want to go. Yeah, I love that because when you do that, they definitely are going to think more and, and put more of themselves into it. Yeah. Just like you did, because I know that one of your newest books is about unconditional love and, yeah. and, and your mom was Alzheimer's. I'm sorry she's dealing with that. I mean, talk about that book, you know, and you sharing, you know, that 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 it's very personal to share that. So yeah, first man, of all, that, it takes bravery. So thank you for doing that as well. And, and, and talk about how it made you feel in the process of you writing that book. I probably so let's let's talk turkey here. I probably started writing it cathartically, right? You know, not knowing what was going to happen. How it's the middle of the, my mom's Alzheimer's collided with a global pandemic. So oh, I didn't know. Once. Yeah, we all thought the pandemic was going to last two weeks, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, I started writing it for that reason, and then after a while, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna share this story. I'm gonna try to help other people, but. So here's what I want. Here's where I was getting to with this message. When I first gave it to an editor, they were like, "What the hell's going on with this book? It's all it's back and forth and up and down." Here, I thought I was, I thought I was, um, yeah, I thought I was, I would jump back and forth in time. Got you. you were doing a Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, was, right. But there's a flow when you do a Tarantino. You know, if are you always moving this forward? But I, I didn't have that then. So once an editor, so anybody that's listening, don't don't take it so hard when the editor, you know, offers critique, offers, you know, constructive criticism, whatever that is. I looked at it and said, yeah, you're right. I could, this, what I thought was Tarantino wasn't. You know, I, let's let's re. Now I still go back and forth, but there's a there's a there's a reason for it and a timeline. And there's so, a theme, yeah. Yeah, and now. You'll, if you if anybody looks it up, it's called My Name is Sharon, and it's got a lot of lot of reviews when I say this book was good and it touched me. So, but had I released that early rendition before I went back to the drawing board, well, they probably wouldn't have said that. They'd probably say, 
and said, this guy's wacky or something. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, I appreciate it. And so hopefully, I, I know there's a lot of people out there struggling with uh, their family. Like Alzheimer's is a thing that's dealt with in the shadows, right? Nobody, yeah. Nobody's proud that, hey, dad's losing it. Mom's losing it. My my mentor, my, my hero isn't the person they once were. And so people just don't talk about it. And so there's a lot of people hurting, and I just wanted to, give that be a voice to that but, so thank, but you. thank you man no no well so what advice would you give all the families dealing with at least this particular disease at least as how you shared it in the book yeah uh one thing that i think i learned and probably i see it often i could i could walk through a i could walk through a grocery store and see sometimes somebody snapping at their mom or their elderly mom or grandma or husband that is probably in these stages of Alzheimer's, you know, and I, I would just say, always love, you know, they're, they're still the same person, they, de they deserve love, they deserve compassion, don't be so hard at them, don't be so hard on them, don't be angry at them, just give them unconditional love, just like they gave to you uh, at, when you were, uh, when you were a little baby and they were holding right. you or when you were crying all night and, and waking them up at 1 a.m. and holding you and not slamming you and, you know, just carrying you to put you back to sleep, that's exactly what you got to do because our parents become the babies once we're older. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Right. And so if you could – so here they were holding you and talking to you and going, coo-coo, and you, here you're going, you're making noises like this and not any sense, and they still loved you. So I would say now that the roles are reversed, just make sure that you're – giving them that same unconditional love. Absolutely. And uh, brother, I got to ask you here, because again, just to get into the passion, because you're sharing your personal story, you're saying you're, you're, you want to help others, but where does the passion really come from? Where's that passion that you want to help others come from? Where, does oh. it, where do you pull it from? <laughs> dang, dang. Uh, uh, there's a line in, the, in Gatsby that says, remember son, not everybody was afforded the same opportunity. And so I, I, I'm, I'm here sitting, understanding that, like I told, I mentioned my dad earlier that worked, that still worked six days a week and worked seven days a week back then. Here's a guy that was a positive role model for me. And my mom was there when I had big teeth that stuck out or when I used to get beat up at school or when I spoke like I had mush in my mouth that supported me and, and believed in me. And so I think I owe that to other people. You know, and so we've all had, we've all had, you learn these em empathy and things like that. I probably, probably before I went broke, probably before I had six children, sick children, um, probably before I had um, my mom battling Alzheimer's, each of those things you learn and become, maybe you grow as a person. And so I, I, I guess I see other people hurting out there, other people with, um, messages that could make an impact and i just think maybe i have a duty to help them as well well thank you for taking that duty upon yourself my brother yeah, so as an entrepreneur you know you, you work now that you started building your own joint um question i always like to ask see how you answer here and i love that that's actually here as well do you think you are defined by your failures if you want to give up after them sure <laughs> you can, you can, and so i i would say absolutely not but it's a choice because 
some people, they could fall walking out their front door today and they'd let that define them for the rest of the day. Then maybe they got a, they had to get a stitch. Then they'd let that define them for the end of the month, for a year. Hey, I don't look how I want to look, you know? So it, I think it's a choice. So like in my case, I felt a thousand times, I'll tell a thousand more, but it is not something I'll learn from it. I'll grow. I'll, I'll try again. And so, no, you do not have to be defined by those failures. See, all right. So I got to ask you something here because I also hear that you're working on a few screenplays. So are, are we going to see, you know, a, a fella, a, a poster like that Goodfellas poster, but directed by, by, by Dom Dom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here, the hope, all things forward, right? And so as, so what I do is like I'm I'm a content factory as far as motivation champs with maybe a hundred authors now these days and a hundred yeah, probably growing it might be more than that but Beautiful. you you all these inspirational stories motivational stories that you have uh, your uh, hands in right and so to be able to say wow this is a good story or how could we develop this or even something like uh, my name is Sharon I'm trying to turn that into a screenplay as well or i mentioned uh brian p swift who broke his neck we were trying to turn the quad father into a, a screen we did turn it into a screenplay. <laughs> the now, quad father <laughs> now now we're now we're pitching it around and what we hope is that somebody sees that the disabled community is a huge community right yeah. it encompasses black white gay straight you know and what we want to do is show them that here's here's a product for you that encompasses all these things. Maybe this community is under underserved, underrepresented, underrepresented, and we're trying to get that out to the masses. Well, thank you for doing that. I've actually had disabled crusaders, and I had one of them pass from cancer a couple of years ago. Was disabled, but they man, their their work ethic. I'd rather have a whole team like that, I swear, because <laughs> they actually show passion and care in, 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 in a way that others don't. I, I don't know if it's due to this situation or what, but it's like they, they really are there. Yeah. And, and, I, and I miss my, my crusader every day. <laughs> All right, so that's awesome. So, okay, so you're saying that in this, your mission is accomplished through publishing, screenwriting, large social media footprint, and in-person events. And working with nonprofits. Let's so talk about the uh, uh, the in-person events. Uh, uh, is there any coming up where we're going to have the, the the honor and privilege of seeing you or any of your authors? Well, we're working on something right now in for Chicago later in the year in-person event. But we we that I'll just drop that in there. So hopefully we can get everybody in in one place in Chicago and do a big big event and represent a lot of people and get some excitement. Give, give storytellers an opportunity, whether they're yes. YouTubers, whether they're authors. Let's let's all meet. Let's get out together. Let's share some stories, and um, we're working on on that. And then you mentioned the nonprofit stuff. So, twenty four seven, I'm just a believer in trying to, like, what we mentioned earlier. Like, people share their story. Not everybody wants to be an author. Mm -hmm. Not everybody wants, so there's a lot of people out there doing good, and we just try to share their story. So whether it's doing videos on a nonprofit or us being part of other nonprofits, it's they got a good story. Let's try to 
share it so other people know about it. Excellent, excellent. So let me ask you, Dom, if anybody wants to get involved, you know, with, with, with Motivation Champs, I mean, is it easy as going to the website? What do they got to do? Yeah, well, we'd love to have you. We'd love to chat. So you can look up Motivation Champs anywhere at motivationchamps.com, at motivationchamps or www.motivationchamps.com. And any, type those words in. You'll find us. Send us a message. And let's let's chat. Let's let's create something together. Awesome, awesome. I, I am digging this, brother. So are you yourself going to be anywhere in any event soon enough? Uh, nothing soon, nothing soon. I'm behind the okay. scenes for. Uh, I'm behind the scenes for a while. Although I do have a show called Bikes and Hikes, where we go out and um, explore on and off the trails of the local states and stuff. So, Whippa! bikes and hikes. Talk about where we could even view this. I gotta yeah. see you uh, hitting the trails, bro. Yeah. So the, what I was gonna say is, you might if you see me out on the trails, wave. If, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, it's on it's on YouTube under Bikes and Hikes, and then it's aired on Armstrong Armstrong in like ten different states wherever they have. Armstrong oh, that's channel. awesome! Yeah. Awesome, brother. How did you get into that? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> one of my creative friends that we ride bikes, we we had rode bikes together and hung out together, and um, he had an opportunity to um, pitch some programming, and he said, uh, "Hey, what do you want to do?" and we started, we were like, well, let's go ride bikes. That'll be great. And then what we realized is sometimes when you're riding a bike, and this is what I would, for anybody here, how this applies, sometimes if you turn your head and look that way, something amazing is going on. Something's cool. It could be right off of the trail. And so that's why it's bikes and hikes, because sometimes we say memories are just a bike or hike away. So even mm. like there might be areas that you passed your whole life and you didn't know that if I walk down that trail, there's a waterfall right there. And so that that's kind of the, <laughs> I love the it. goal of the show, to let people know it's right so, there. So I need to know, is there any, well, what is your favorite highlight from the show? Something that surprised you and put a big smile on your face? Oh, okay. Well, I would have to say my friend, my friend Dave is really good at falling. And... So <laughs> he, he starts exploring and goes off a little too far. And you will see that sometimes he will be trying to go through an abandoned tunnel and he'll slide down a hill accidentally. Or sometimes <laughs> there's a black hole over there and he'll say, Ooh, but he doesn't realize that the rocks are all covered with moss. <laughs> so, Oops. I, yeah, I, I would think um, seeing his exploits so. probably is. So smile. all this is telling me, Dom, is that you always behind him. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> yes, yeah. It. He went but, with the camera, right, like this. Yeah, you you, you got to capture your homie. And folks, I've been showing this off. You know, at Motivation Champs, they share they share inspiration, positivity, and smiles twenty four seven. You hear that? Twenty four seven, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week to help others do the same. So if you have a story to share or could use some positive vibes, or you got to do is stop by they have an amazing facebook group i'm gonna have it below as well click away click away and of course you know you want to get inspired check out that website motivationchamps.com baby also below then follow on the socials because all his socials with the exception of twitter is motivation champs with an s and on twitter no s just motivation champ 
make sure to follow, show the love. When people are out there putting the work like, like Big Dom is doing to bring good energy to the world, we got to support that. Right? There's enough bad vibes going on. And, you know, we need more people like Dom Dom. That's going to be his rap name right here. Dom Dom. Because <laughs> Dom the man, Damaski, bro, doing his thing, man. Hey, Al, thank you. You're awesome. I'm smiling ear to ear. And um, anybody's got to check you out, man. So I'm, I'm going to be sharing, liking. And I'm in, man. Thank okay. you. I appreciate you. Thank you for helping people the way you do, sharing in your journey, sharing of yourself, and, you, and just putting yourself out there. Again, the, the world is in need of more positivity, more love and encouragement. So again, you know, we could start as easy as just visiting motivationchamps.com, folks, just to get yourself, you know, that, that, that piece of motivation and inspiration that you need to get you going for the day. All right. Thank you, Dom. Thank you, my listeners, my ampers. Make sure to subscribe, turn on notifications for the Omega podcast. Check out my extended family at comiccrusaders.com as well as undercovercapes.com. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. You know what it is. Keep doing what you do. Hasta la próxima. Wepa! And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Omega podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the insights and stories from our guests. Remember, success is a journey, not a destination. And every step you take, no matter how small, brings you closer to your goals. Don't give up on your dreams and keep pushing forward. Until next time, thank you for tuning in and stay motivated.